It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Who remembers the BJ and Bill show all those years ago on WOLZ? Well, many have said they missed the show, and guess what? They're back! Welcome to the BJ and Bill podcast! Welcome to BJ and Bill the podcast. This is episode number 55, as we are just a part of the podcast playground network. And as you can tell, I'm a little horsey today. A little? You sound. <laughs> I adjust my camera there, so we're using a fancy schmancy new webcam. Uh, you sound like hell. I'm sorry, but if this were if we were doing the radio show this morning, I would have sent you home. So, oh, if we would have been doing the radio show, I would not come in because we're doing this on Zoom, right? Well, I have my little test. This is the fourth one I've done, and hold it, it up again. Let me see what it negative. says. My wife, your wife, tested on Thursday, right? Positive for COVID, and she's tested three other times, all positive. Oh dear, this is number four for me, all negative. Really? But do I sound negative? No, you do not. But well, I have some shall we say, offbeat theories on the whole COVID thing anyway. So, no, you don't sound negative. So what does that tell us? What does that tell us, doctor? That tells us that either these tests are wackadoo. Right. Or I got something. There ain't no question about that. Well, you definitely have something. But, yeah, so, all right. Before we go off that to complete and total deep end there, I don't. I don't want to get anybody in trouble here. So, okay, fine. Well, I hope so you feel better soon. Six, and yes, you're so the, right. If you were live in the studio, we would have thrown you out. And well, I wouldn't come, come back until you felt better. So, yeah, I wouldn't have. I would have said, Bill, I can't make it today because I'm sick. I but you. since we're zooming this and you are hundreds, well, maybe not hundreds, but yeah, over a hundred miles away. I'm a hundred miles away. Uh, there are oh, lots yeah, of I, other I people that are in more danger than me. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think I can give it to you over no. a Zoom. Wow. I'm sure some hacker is working on that somewhere right now on being oh. able to. <laughs> well, they <laughs> say your computer can get a virus, so hopefully I don't give uh, my computer this virus. I hear that. I hear that. All right. So, anyway, other than that, how's it going? Not bad. Of course, our vacation uh, was not the most wonderful vacation of all. Right. Because, well, it started out good. We went to uh, Calhoun, saw Susan's friend. We went to uh, the Odom Springs Winery. Right. Uh, then we went up and saw our cousins in Indiana. Right. Which had no internet. <laughs> right. So I remember, meant- well, we recorded last week's show from the bank vault. And <laughs> that worked out just fine. And uh, I think it was like, that was Monday. We did that. And then there was Tuesday. I, I think. She she started feeling bad on Wednesday, mm. and as of Thursday, she tested positive. Now she wanted to leave. Then our cousin said, "Oh, stay, because you know if you get sick and you're on the road, that's yeah. going to be terrible." But you know, you want to be in your own bed when you're sick. You want to be at home. Oh, of course. That or a hospital. Well, for you, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we decided we would take the jaunt. We left. Uh, was it? Friday morning? Yeah, Friday morning, because we got home Saturday. Right. We stayed out on Friday night. We made it home. And I have deteriorated since we've gotten home. My wife is a little better today, she says. Okay. But her test is still positive. And we're using the exact, I mean, we're using the same company. Right. The same testers. Right. 
So what do they do? Like do every other one and they go, okay, this one's good. This one's bad. This one's good. This one's bad. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on this whole testing on the test. Uh, don't get me started on any of it. Although I feel as though we're going to go there today. So no, I get we won't it. Go there You're because... testing negative. You feel like hell. She's testing. How does she like... feel? She, well, she felt for a couple of days, she felt really bad, real head. Like, a, I mean, her, her head was full. Her, right. She was like, yeah, her nose every two seconds. Yeah. And um, I just like, I mean, I've been coughing for the last two or three days. Hmm. Maybe that's what's made this voice so horsey. Probably. Horsey, horsey, horse. horsey, horsey. But I actually feel better than I did last night because like you, I use a CPAP machine. Right. There was no way in hell I could use that last night. It just was not going to work. I tried. Right. And, <laughs> so, yeah, I I coughed most of the night, and CPAP was over to the side. Right. Not helpful. Not helpful. Not, well, it might have been, but I kept coughing, so it really wasn't helpful. Well, I'm sorry you're feeling bad, and we will pray for your speedy recovery, and, and, and we'll ask all of our friends and listeners out there to uh, do the same. So Mr. Odom gets back on his feet, although he's never on his feet. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free any Anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He's usually on his ass anyway, but yeah. so he'll be fine. He'll be fine. That's good. So we'll see what happens. Tampa is telling me if I do test positive, they want me to come in for a, an IV treatment. Wow. It's funny because the first nurse I talked to, because I was in Indiana. Right. When my wife first tested and I let them know. And they said, well, if you test positive, we can send a prescription to your local, you know, to the local pharmacy pharmacy. And then I, you know, sent them another message today and they said, well, you should probably go to an urgent care and be swapped for everything, which I don't know what that means, but swap for everything. <laughs> who knows? Maybe I've got gonorrhea. Who knows? <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. I'll tell you the first, and I think I've done this story before, but the first summer I was here in Gainesville, I, w I sounded like you, I sniffled, I coughed, I whatever. And I thought, oh my God, have I got, you know, of course you have those thoughts. Have I got it or whatever. And I went to the local clinic and I did, like you said, I got swabbed for everything because you know, whatever. Uh, Cause I just didn't know. And the test came back and said, no, you don't have it. I'm like, okay, then what the heck is this? And and the nurse's assistant that I spoke to was like, well, it, it's probably just allergies. And I'm like, I've lived in Florida for 40 years. And they said, where? And I said, well, Southwest Coast, you know, Fort Myers, Naples, all that sort of thing. And they're like, oh, my God, we have so many different plants and trees and stuff and flowers here that you ne your body never saw in Southwest Florida, and which is true. I mean, one of the reasons I like this area so much is it has real trees and real greenery and all that. So, yeah, I had the worst allergies the first summer I was in Gainesville. Didn't know what it was. Thought it could have been, well, of course, you know, we're all kind of programmed that way now. Oh, my gosh, could it be? Could it be? And it wasn't. So I'm happy to report that. That was one and done with the allergy thing. This year has well, been no big deal. So one good word that I got from Tampa was that the strain that's going around now, right, is pretty light. Okay, but I've had COVID before. Of course, I got in right away when I tested positive for COVID. Right, and they gave me the IV treatments. Right, and I, I hardly was sick at all. So I'm sicker now than I was when I had COVID. Really, after the IV treatments. Now you, I mean, not to, you know, not to throw the, any blame around here, but you were with a whole bunch of strange new people, not new people, your family. And, you know, you were with a whole bunch of people that you hadn't been with for months and months and months and months. So somebody probably gave you something somewhere. Probably. Yeah. 
were any of them sick or were any of them uh, one of them was yeah a little sick had he said it's a bad head cold of course they are in the belief of i don't need a test I don't want to get into trouble with people. So, so I, yeah, I had it once. It was a bad cold for a week and then it was over and I did test positive and I went back and I did test negative and I'm like, thank you very much. Now I'm done with it. Yeah. I keep testing negative. So, yeah, I hear you. It's and, like, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to get pregnant almost, but <laughs> I only come up with one stripe. It really looked like a little pregnancy. It looked like he it does, does it? It really looked like a little home pregnancy test there. And I'm like, boy, you're a girl. Maybe that's why it's negative. I peed on it. No, I didn't. I oh. <laughs> so how does that work? Is it how does the home test work? Do you do the same thing? Do you stick a swab halfway up your yeah, nose? You swab both noses. Oh man. And you stick it in a little tube with some whatever it is, right? Secret sauce. Secret sauce. Swish it around in there for a minute. Drip four drops into the little hole here. Uh-huh. And the, and the result shows up there. Can I see that little hole there? I see, I do. And what, so what that, is it? That's where you drip it in at. And I and see one stripe. So what is that telling us? Telling it, you ain't got shit. You ain't got Oh, well, you got something. <laughs> you got something, but it isn't the thing. So. But what's funny, like I said, my wife's done like four tests. Right. Every one of them positive. I, I don't I've done four tests. I mean she may, maybe she's done three. I've whatever. done four. She's done whatever tests she have done has done has have been positive all along. Yes. And I have been negative. All along. So it's crazy. All right. So we'll get you through this as fast as we can. Maybe today we take it easy on you and all of that. So anyway. I, I, other than that, how's it going? How was the visit? How was the travels? How was well, the visit was nice? It wasn't long enough, obviously, because we didn't stay that long. Susan got sick. Right. You know, I wasn't even planning on getting home probably for another three or four days. Right. And we've been home two days now, so. Right. That's what I thought. I mean, I remember last week when we were talking, you know, you were going to be out on the road today as well, but here you are at home. So, oh, well. Yeah, we got home Saturday. You know, it is, and, and I'll say this. I mean, yeah, we were traveling and we were both feeling pretty ill. Right. But I still think there's nothing like being at home. When oh, I totally sick. agree. I mean, I totally get it. Traveling is great. Getting home is greater, <laughs> is better. Yeah. You know, it's like, because now, like you said, sleep in my own bed, use my own bathroom, have my own towels, you know, all that. Yes, totally, now, totally awesome and great. Now, it wasn't COVID, but we went up there again last year for a little while. Right. And my wife got sick. Hmm. And she hardly ever gets sick. Hmm. And this is the person who said she wanted to get home as soon as possible. No, no, she you could tell by the way she's crouping and everything. Oh, I, I understand that. Oh, I'm not I am not doubting that she is genuinely authentically sick. I'm saying she programs herself to find a way to get home as soon as possible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my cousins don't listen to this episode because they'll I probably hope they agree. Don't, no. I hope they don't. So yeah, that what does that say about well, never mind. All right, we don't want to get anybody in any more trouble than we already have, including ourselves. So so anything so you I'm sure you didn't do anything fun on the way home. You probably just got in the car and drove until you got back to Claremont, right? Yeah, we stopped at gas stations to get gas and we stopped at a Bucky's to get a you know, a brisket sandwich. Okay. So is it Sick as you were, you still stop for a brisket sandwich. Hey, you know, you're only out on the road so many days a year. <laughs> you know, this is where I really wish I was doing comedy on the road again, because I'd be stopping at every daggone one getting a brisket sandwich. And collecting a ton of material, I'm sure, because there's so much crazy, fun, funny stuff going on, on I the road. I still don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't, because I like the brisket sandwich. But you go in there, and it is a freaking zoo. Which one did you go into? All of them. Oh no, I mean on the way home. <laughs> uh, I think we got. I think we got it at the Warner Robert. Whatever you. Yeah, because we didn't stop at the first one, which was in Calhoun. Right. So I, I think that's the one we stopped on the way home. When we when I go out 
when I visit my my lady friend, she lives near St. Augustine in a little town that's a little inland from St. Augustine. But when we're out traveling along I-95, yeah, there's that Bucky's right there at St. Augustine at I-90, right at the World Golf Village. It's at that same exit with the World Golf Village. So if you're ever out there. And yes, we drive by. It doesn't matter if it's 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday or 9 o'clock at night on a Sunday or whatever. Packed. The, the parking lot is packed. And I and and again, hello, Bucky's. If you're listening, please sponsor the BJ and Bill show or at least send some brisket sandwiches. That's the least. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That's the least you can do because, of, of you know, we love you and we talk about you every week. So I think we need to probably come up with a little sponsorship. Deal. I'm going to I'm writing that down. Who do we need to talk to at the Bucky's PR department? Does that does a company like that even need a PR department? I mean, they I don't I think so. Not the way they're not going. Really, they just build them and people show up. Although probably they're. I mean, they got all those cute and you know tacky on purpose, tacky on purpose billboards out there. You know. Now, see, I go in and get the brisket sandwich because I right. love it. But as I, I sit in the parking lot eating my brisket sandwich because I don't eat it, you know, no place to sit down in there. Mm-hmm. The people go in. The people come out with bag after bag after bag. Who owns that? that we need to buy stock. In I don't company. know, but you know what? Those people make it rain. That's all I got to say. <laughs> make it rain. I love that. Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone walk out of there without a, a big bag. The last time and I what? was in. What's that? I mean, I'm still trying to get it because, okay, the brisket sandwich, I like. Right. But the rest of it is stuff you could get at Walmart for half the price. Of course. It's just got a stupid-ass beaver on it. That's the point. I can go to 7-Eleven and get a cup of coffee for 89 cents. But how many people do that Starbucks thing for 10 times that, not 10, you know, five times that for a cup of coffee? So it's a name thing. It really is. And I mean, we've known that being in the advertising and marketing business for as long as we were, you know, you can sell hamburgers for a dollar or you can sell handcrafted, personally, you know, hand smashed ground beef, you know, whatever, for 1095 or, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's all in the marketing. So I, and they got it. They got that down. They got that down. I'll give them credit for that. So anyway. Yeah, there you go. So how was the visit with the family? Any, any anything any other news up there or what? We saw some of your pictures online. Not really, you know, I got to gotta spend you know, my sister in law, you know, she has some health issues. Right. So after we found out we had COVID, we didn't go back to see her anymore. Oh boy. And you know, so it was kind of like it was a very bum vacation. A bum vacation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, it was not the vacation of a lifetime. Let's just say that. Gotcha. Gotcha. It was not, it, it was. I think it was worse than a Griswold vacation. <laughs> For those who don't remember Chevy Chase in the old movies, boy, set the Wayback Machine there, huh? All right. Let's talk about something only, more fun. How about those Miami thing, Dolphins? I just, I was just going to say, though, the only thing that was oh, different yes. than Griswold, I didn't have this hot. Little blonde passes every twenty minutes on the highway. Christy Brinkley in the I miss the, that part in the in the top down Ferrari. Yes, she was missing from my rotten vacation. I'm so sorry to hear that. I am so sorry to hear. That. Of course, Christy Brinkley's our age now, so <laughs> I'm not sure. Although she's, I've seen pictures. She's still good looking lady. So yeah, she takes care of herself. And there's the lesson, B.J. Odom. Take care of yourself so you can be as good-looking as Christy Brinkley when you get to be older. Oh, That's why I look at older. myself and I look at Reba McIntyre. She's like almost a year older than I am. Right. She looks 20 years younger. I don't doubt she's had some serious work done. I don't doubt that. But I've had some serious work done, too. Yours is all internal. <laughs> <laughs> But um, bump. There's the joke for the week, folks. Be here, all, be week. here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> all right. 
Now, you okay to change topics to something more fun? How about those Miami Dolphins? Yes. I, I am saw... disappointed in them. You're disappointed? Oh, that's right. I saw your Facebook post. Very, you, you called them a nasty word and said they should have gone for the all-time scoring record. Yeah, they were like, they could tie it in two. Right. They were within field goal range, easy field goal range. And can I say the word? They were pussies. Well, you said the word anyway. I don't know if it'll get beeped or not. So they didn't go but, for it. They had the chance, and they didn't go for the all-time scoring record. Do you honestly think they could have and, beat it by one? Right, right. Do you really think the seventy-two is the highest score ever in an NFL game back in the sixties? Is that seventy-two or seventy-four? I don't remember, so I'm not going to. I'll I'll, ch- I'll fact was, check. Well, that they, they scored seventy. They scored 70. seventy-two was the record. I'll, seventy-three with a field goal would have beat the damn thing. My question is, do you think that somewhere on the sidelines, somebody was whispering in the coach's ear, you you know, you're this close to a record. You know, you're this close. And he decided to go or not go for it. I I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I will go on record as saying the Miami Dolphins are the stupidest team in the NFL, and I will not support them the rest of the year. Oh, I don't believe that for a minute. They had their opportunity, and they wussed out. I, I don't believe you will not support them. I do not believe that statement, but it's I'm okay. going to support my Buccaneers. They'll probably get beat tonight. but Oh, no, don't say that. Oh, no, no, no. We'll get to the Buccaneers in a minute, but I, I did want to say that I saw the best headline, and I think it was on ESPN on, on their website. I'm not sure or not, but they called the Dolphins the NFL's cheat code. And I thought, what? oh, that's so cool, a cheat code. Well, you know, you're in a game and you're getting beat up by the bad guys and all you have left is like a sword or something, you know, in the video game. And you find the cheat code and all of a sudden you become the boss. You know, you become like super powerful and have all the weapons and all the ammunition. So apparently the Dolphins have a cheat code or are the cheat code and they just, you know, they just go out and whoop on people. So that'll be interesting. So, So now... Tonight, as we record this, because we were always record on a Monday, here we are facing your Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. Tampa Bay with my former Cleveland Browns quarterback. And look, I'm even wearing my, you, I know you can't see it on the Zoom call, but I'm wearing my Cleveland Browns t-shirt this morning. My Cleveland Browns former quarterback, Baker Mayfield, at the helm of his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do they have a chance against Philadelphia? You don't seem to think so. I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm 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 going to go look for the uh, over over odd. Oh, the odds on the team. Yeah, I can I can look that up for you real quick. Sure. So um, I'm betting you're betting literally. Philadelphia has the odds right now. I'm betting you are correct. Um, but I, I think don't... they got like two and a half. I think they have a two and a half point spread. I think if I heard it, that's not much. Two and a half, three point odds. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, Philly football. I'm plugging it into plugging into the Google and see what comes up. Philadelphia as of right now is, well, this was as of 17 hours ago. Philadelphia is a five point favorite with an over under for total score of 45. I'm taking the under, but I'm taking Tampa Bay. You heard it here first. I'll take the five and I'll take the under. Well, do you realize if they do win tonight, they'll be three. Uh, they'll be, they'll be at the top of their division. That's right, because New Orleans lost yesterday. Carolina's a mess, and did Atlanta? I don't know if Atlanta won or not. No, they remember. lost. I don't remember. Okay. Oh, and just on cue, it's a Monday morning, so the lawnmower guys are coming around outside. So if you hear something, my apologies in advance. I'll do my best to edit it out as we go. So there you go. All right. One more football game. You know, like, as we say, we recorded this on Monday. Yes. And if we weren't recording this, but I am going to record the program just for the first 10 minutes. Because whenever, whenever the Cowboys lose, Stephen A. Smith (laughs) on first take, I can see him now wearing his cowboy hat and his cigar going. (laughs) What did I tell you, boys? 
You tell me they're so great. Right. How about them cowboys last night? <laughs> That's I my do answer. love Stephen A. Smith. He's so good. <laughs> and yes, he is he like the number one cowboy hater in the world? I, I think so. I think he is. You know, when they lost that, I think it was a year before last. How far did they go? Did they go to the Super Bowl or not? No, but whatever, no, whatever, you know, because everybody was so high on him yeah, going all the yeah, way. Yeah. And he had all these people in the crowd that they, they were nothing but clips one after another, after another, after another of these cowboy fans. It's like with crying and had their heads down and shaking their head. No. And it was one of the greatest montages I think I've ever seen in sports history. I'll have to look that up. I'll bet you it's on YouTube. I'll have to look Probably. it up. Probably. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All righty. That's the, that's the sports. That's the travels. That's the sports. What else What else we got here as we're coming up on our break? Well, maybe we should do the break, then we'll come back with a few things. Just, who knows? I may not even be able to go. I hear you. Know. I have a cute story, too, so I'll I'll uh, take some time with a, with a cute what happens when you take away the kid's phone story? We'll have that and more coming up in just a minute. Welcome back. I'm Bill Stevens. That's the sickly BJ. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go to him over there. He's okay. He just sounds like hell. So, uh, BJ and Bill, the podcast. If you would like to get in touch, we would love to hear from you, by the way, especially, especially with those five-star reviews that you can leave wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. We're everywhere. And, uh, you know, we're, we're an up-and-coming force in the podcast world. We really are. So uh, stop by the Facebook page, BJ and Bill Podcast. Just do a search for that. Or if you'd like to email directly, same address, BJ and Bill Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to spell out the and, BJ, A-N-D, Bill. B-A- BJ and Bill Podcast, you'll find us there anywhere. So, you know, the only thing I like about having this cold yes, and this voice. Yes. And go, hey, this is Barry White. That's right. And you're listening. To the yeah. BJ and Bill, the yeah. podcast. Oh, maybe we should just have you record a few of those before you get well. <laughs> we can use them for promos. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. WABC. Yeah. ESPN. This. The sports the leader. No, this. I is could be a voice guy for a day. You could for a day. For a day. For a, I actually, I did that. I was in Atlanta. Wow. Post, uh, pre pre-disease pre i actually heard wait a minute let me rewind just a second i actually heard somebody on a youtube video who talks about pre and post pandemic all the time and he for instead of the instead of the regular c word he says cerveza cerveza and i'm like because it's a kind of cerveza and so that gets him, that keeps him from getting in trouble with the YouTube and the social media censorship. So he just says Cerveza. So pre-Cerveza, I was in Atlanta for a business conference way, way, way back. And I remember I took my phone and I did a selfie of pointing up past me with the with the CNN building in the background, way, way back there. But you could clearly see the big CNN logo on the top in downtown Atlanta. And I did a selfie of me saying, I have waited 40 years to say this. And I turned to the camera and I went, this is CNN <laughs> in my best James Earl Jones. <laughs> so, you yes, know, you could do all that. I know you have a story, but as we're driving through <clears throat> Atlanta on the way home <clears throat> with the millions and millions of cars. Oh, my God. I'm looking at my wife and it's a wonder she didn't kill me. But I said, you know, this would be a great place to come for a vacation. There's <laughs> so much to see and do. 
Atlanta does have a few things to see and do, yes, but it's insane how how crowded it is down. Have you ever been to the whatchamacallit? Have you ever been to the Georgia Aquarium? It's very cool. No, I've never been there. I, I've heard about it, and I want to go. It It is very, very, very nice. They have, like, a whale shark. Oh, my God. It's, you know, and they have the tunnel that goes through the uh, the bottom of the aquarium, so you're looking up at the fish. It's very cool, It's very, but it's literally in the middle of downtown at Centennial Park, and it's, like, you're, it's just fighting crowds everywhere you go, and it's uh, it's just not fun. It's just not not fun. I get it. I remember the old phrase I used to hear. Uh, what's the worst thing about Atlanta? I I still, before you finish that, I still quote that. To this day, I said, we had a comedian on the BJ and Bill show who used to say, you know what's the worst thing about Atlanta? It's in Georgia. It's in Georgia. <laughs> I think he used to say, you know what? He says, Atlanta is great, but you know where you're at when you leave Atlanta? You're in Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> I I still quote that. That's stuck in my brain for 25 years. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's stuck in mine too. I, and I don't remember who, I don't even remember who it was or, or where it was or remember now. And here's another, speaking of comedians, and then we'll get onto our stuff. Do you remember? And I'm sure you do. There was a, and he might've passed already. I'm not sure, but there was a comedian who had, did he have Lou Gehrig's disease or something like that? He had, when we saw him at the comedy club in Fort Myers, he could barely stand. And I remember oh, I walked him up on stage. I don't know who that is. And because I know Bruce, uh, uh, there's a, another comic that's in a wheelchair, but he's been in a wheelchair the whole time. Okay. No, this, this guy either had ALS or something like that. And he did the, the cleanest, funniest show I, I remember ever hearing. And then literally, so here's the follow-up. Like, 15 years later, I saw him again in Sarasota at McCurdy's, the big popular comedy club in downtown Sarasota. And he was in a full mechanized electric wheelchair at the time that could stand him up and lay him. I mean, so his disease had progressed to the fact. Was that it Link? Bruce Link or something like that, I think. Maybe. I, I don't remember his name, but he was still just as funny still. And I and, you know. I think I even at the end of the show got a word with him to say, yeah, I remember when I, you know, saw you in Fort Myers at our company, but whatever, still hilarious, still the funniest thing. So oh, one quick thing, I know you got a story, but one quick uh, thing, because we, we were talking about Georgia. Yes, Georgia. All right. Ron DeSantis, you should pay attention to the governor of Georgia. And why should with our gas prices being the way they are? Yes. The governor uh, Georgia. Kemp, Georgia Governor Kemp, yes, has uh, taken away the gas tax. I think for like two or three weeks. Really? Yeah, trying to make you know help help along his fellow Georgianas or whatever they are. Georgia. Georgianas. Yeah, Georgiana, whatever. I don't know, but really, but, yeah, I had he, not he heard that. the gas tax. Wow! And did it? I think I think it's going to be for three weeks. And when you know, we went through both times, going and coming. As he had, the, the, as we were going though, he was just, it was just beginning. Not right. all the gas stations had their gas down. I right. guess it depends on when you got your gas. Right. Oh, he's going to Google it. I'm Googling friends. it. I sure am. I can see you just, I can see his head is spinning. Yes, you can see. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So here you go. Yes. Georgia governor, Brian Kemp suspended the state's motor fuel tax through October 12th. So you got another couple of weeks yet. Suspension due to high inflation is intended to ease gas burden. The gas, wow, the state tax on gasoline in Georgia is normally 29.1 cents a gallon. And the federal tax is another 18.4 cents. Wow. So, yeah, saving you 30 cents a gallon, not bad in Georgia. Let me tell you, there was one gas station in Georgia. I paid 305 Point nine. Where in the hell do they get that point nine? They might as well take that point nine and stick it up there. You know what? I don't know why they do that. I really don't. I really. So, all right. You know, so, I've never, I've never had to pay $27.9. Cents. Never right. has that, you know, no, no, they never charged me that. I want right. to pay that point nine. <laughs> so just because I'm curious and because I had Google in front of me open, how much is the Florida gas tax? You're going to take the over or under? 
Um, I'm going to take the over. Good choice. The Florida gas, the Florida state gas tax is 35 cents a gallon. So yeah, it's 35, 35.225 cents a gallon. Again, who the heck cares about that? Right. So, wow. You could lower gas prices by 35 cents now, but of course in Florida, no state income tax. And one of the ways we make up for the fact that there is no state income tax in Florida is we charge taxes on everything else that is, you know, higher. So yeah, while it's 29 cents in Georgia, 35, another six cents in Florida, but I get it when you charge taxes on things that, you know, like food and gas and hotels and stuff, Floridians will pay that. Yes. But so does all, so do all the tourists who are coming to Florida. So for all of you tourists, I always say, thank you for paying my state income tax. I appreciate that. Right on baby. Uh, Right on. So now I will tell you this though, on the way up, um, you know, Florida, you, we know what it is. It's it's around what three sixty five a gallon now. Yeah, pretty regular, much. pretty much. Georgia, uh, it was down to about three twenty nine. That's before they did the tax, right? And then went through Kentucky. Theirs was around that three oh eight to three twenty. Wow. Indiana, Kentucky was low. Tennessee was low. Everything was low. I went through. I went over. The end, you know what? I used to live there. I love my friends. I love my rela- relatives. Right. But there is freaking roads that will take you out of Indiana, people. Take them now. <laughs> take them now. You know, I don't want to be an old fart that complains, but the first thing I told my relatives was, <laughs> your state has the highest gas prices and... They have the worst roads that I drove on. And I went through one, two, three, four. I went through four states before I got to yours. And yours is terrible. (laughs) The worst. And they charge high prices. Yeah. As opposed to when I lived in Texas where gasoline is free. So, you know, they just, it's just like, it's like. Should be. It is. Yeah. They just, gas is But you know, I didn't know this. What? Counties charge different prices for Oh gas. hell yes. Because I was wondering why, you know, like here and here and here. Oh hell how yes. How the prices could change like for 20 or 30 cents. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to me. And then finally somebody said, Well, every county has their own county tax on gas. Yep. Yep. So in fact, I see that all the time when I'm driving. Um, I was gonna try and look it up, but there's no quick chart on that. Um when I'm driving, even when I drive over to St. Augustine to visit my friend over in St. Augustine, as soon as I get out of Alachua County, which is Gainesville, which is notoriously kind of high taxes, um, yeah, the gas goes down by a dime as soon as I get over into like, you know, St. John's, Putnam County over in that uh, on towards the East Coast. Yeah, it's it's easily a dime cheaper in, on the East Coast of the state, easily. And I think I think I'm in a high tax area. I really do. Thankfully, I don't drive a whole heck of a lot, so it's not a big deal for me. Well, how, speaking of being in a high taxed uh, community, has the house hunting continued anymore? We did some more house hunting this weekend. In fact, we um, yes, I will say that ki- that's kind of our go to weekend activity now. So. Um, usually like on a Sunday afternoon or a, if if we're here in Gainesville, we'll see if there's any open houses in Gainesville just to look. I don't, I'm not interested. She's not interested in buying anything here because she lives and, and works towards Jacksonville. So too far, but we look just for fun and there's some really nice neighborhoods and I enjoy looking at them. So yeah, this weekend we took in a couple of three quarters of a million dollar homes that were like, sweet you know, don't have that kind of money. Uh, And then on Sunday, we'll drive over to her neighborhood, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, South, you know, South side of Jacksonville, St. Augustine, whatever, and, and do some more open houses. Now this weekend, just to finish the story, we went down to Palm coast. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of South of St. Augustine, North of Daytona. Kind. What are you talking like Stewart, Melbourne area? Not that far South, but Next one up is Palm Coast. So, yeah, we were there. And nice, but didn't really make the grade on anything. We just, and I will say this, that 
I feel for you real estate agents. I I I feel your pain because I the real estate market and I keep up on this. Believe me, I'm watching a couple of different online YouTube experts and these aren't young kids who are just running their mouth. These are real live real estate experts and economic people, economists, whatever you want to call them or whatever talking about real estate and how bad the real estate market is. There are no homes for sale out there. None. Because if you bought a house three, four, five years ago and you have a three, four, five, three, four percent mortgage, there's no way you could sell your house now and buy another one with a seven and a half, eight percent mortgage. You're just gonna it you might as well just throw your money in into the, you know, into the furnace, into the furnace. Boy, there's a northernism for you. You might as well just throw your money on the campfire and burn it now. So very little for sale right now. So anyway, we go in and these real estate agents, I mean, you walk into an open house and there's a real estate agent, they're like salivating on you. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, are you interested? Are you looking? Are you shopping? Who are you working with? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, calm down, young lady. We're just kind of looking around. Oh, then they go, oh, okay. All right. Well, have a look around. If you know, and it's like there, it's brutal. It's terrible out there as far as we'll tell you this, though. buying and selling real estate. Let's put it that way. We're in Lake County. Lake County. Following Lake County, you know, realty a little bit. Right. Prices are continuing to go up. Maybe in your area, because it's a popular area for people to move into. I think if, so, but I mean, yeah. If yeah, you look, I mean, yeah, there ahead. for a while they were going down. Well, right. oh, good. Real real estate's going down here a little bit. We found the correction. Right. Well, if we found the correction. We're back to the uh, other side again because it was a short-lived correction that wasn't even staying with the correction, and it went right back up again. I'll be honest with you. That's not been my experience, I've, and maybe it's where you're at. Maybe it's the neighborhood or the you know your county, like you said, Lake County. But if, if we were, you know, like this weekend, again, we were in in Palm Coast, but we have looked in St. Augustine. We have looked on South Side of Jacksonville, um, down there like Mandarin, you know that kind of those neighborhoods and everything. And you look online on Zillow or Redfin or any of those websites, and almost all the houses we're looking at have the little thing like price reduced by ten thousand dollars just last week. So. I I feel, and I'm no expert, but like I said, I am keeping up with it. That prices are going to start coming down. So I don't. But again, what do I know? I'm just a guy. You know, I'm just a guy in a Cleveland Browns T-shirt. So what do I know? So I don't. <laughs> not even a suit and tie. People. Not even a suit and tie. I does anybody wear suits and ties anymore? Apparently, that's not even required in the halls of government in washington anymore you don't even have to wear a suit and tie so i don't know i don't wear a suit or tie i i haven't worn i haven't worn a tie in forever i wear the occasional sport coat to the occasional like you know company christmas party kind of a thing so whatever now when i worked at wink fm wink fm in fort myers florida yes before the bj and bill show yes all guys were required to wear a tie. Even the on-air people, I'm like, what the hell is up with this? And when I've been in radio all my life. I always wore t-shirts. What's this shirt and tie crap? And when I worked at uh, Super Q, 96 Super Q, before our friend Stan and Haney, Haney took over, same thing. The guys, shirt and tie. And I mean, look at this neck. You and I have similar size necks, which is to say big. Um, I had several clip-on ties. Oh, so and I, I wore them often. And I remember, oh, you know who that was? Did you you knew Maureen, didn't you? Maureen, uh, yeah, Maureen, Maureen. Yeah. Now maybe this is the reason why. What? Maureen, was she the general manager there? No, she when I was there, she was the sales manager. She would okay. later go on to become general manager, but when okay. I was and there, she was a sales manager. Joe Swartzel, yeah, who she also dated over at the Wink Building, right? Maybe they said, you know, we should make everybody wear, wear a tie. 
she tried to she tried to make a point with me in the hallway one day and grabbed me by the tie and gave it a little tug and it came off in her hand and she had the most ah look her face <laughs> that was funny that was good memory thank you for that yeah Maureen's still out there I see her commenting on on our show now and then and she you know throws a heart to you now and then so shout out to Maureen if you're listening uh you know we love you and boy. It's been a long, 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 long time. Hope you're doing well. So good for you. There you go. Awesome. Little memory there. What else? I still, and I don't know if I'm correct or not. Uh Uh-oh. But she wanted to donate, I think it was her son, when I was looking for a kidney transplant or daughter, I'm not for sure, Mm -hmm. which I could remember. But she wanted to donate the kidney of that child when it passed Uh to me. Wow. And they said, well, it's not a match. We can't do that. You just, you just can't say, Hey, my deceased right. person died. And right. now I want to give their organs to this particular person. Right. But she said, well, I want that to go for credit for him then. And it wasn't much longer after that, that I got my kidney. Now, if that had anything to do with it or not, I don't know. Cause I don't understand the whole, yeah, whole rules, regulations and all that other stuff. But it was shortly after that she wanted to donate the kidney to me from a loved one who had passed. I do remember, like you said, loved one passing. I remember that part. I don't remember the kidney story. That's, that's yeah. super interesting. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. She's a big supporter of us. Yep. Uh, I know she's a big supporter of my son. Yep. So she's a great, I, I never worked in the same building with her, unfortunately, but she, she loves my, I know my family anyway. Yeah. I did for a couple of years. Super lady. There you go. Shout out. All right. Now to Good. your story. You've been I, hanging on to it forever. I. It's funny because normally, of course, it's BJ who brings a story to the table this morning, but I was doing a little scrolling last night watching one of the very, very bad football games. Of all the football games I could watch, I did not put on the Miami game. I don't know if it was even available for me. I watched my Jacksonville Jaguars get their ass handed to them by the Houston Texans of all people. Come on. And then I watched a poor game with, you know, Patrick Mahomes beating up on the Chicago Bears so badly that they changed. They swapped in the middle and they went to a different game. They're like, okay, it's halftime there in Chicago. We'll keep you up. Oh, it was in Kansas City. We'll keep you updated. But meanwhile, let's go to this better game. And it's like, oh my gosh, it was bad football. So tonight, no pressure, Baker, but you Buccaneers better have a darn good game against Philadelphia. I'm hoping so. It'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. Here's the story. (laughs) And here's the headline from CNN. Two Florida kids stole their mother's car after she took away their electronics. They were pulled over 200 miles away. Now, this actually started in Northport. So right in our neighborhood. And it happened on, uh, it happened, I think, Friday night. Excuse me, Thursday night going into Friday morning. And it says authorities in North Florida were surprised. You think? to discover a 10-year-old behind the wheel of a stolen car. So mom got mad at the 10-year-old son and and his 11-year-old sister and took away their phones. The kids proceeded to steal mom's car, get on I-75 and drive north, and they ended up in my neighborhood. They got pulled over on Interstate 75 just before 4 a.m., in Alachua, which is a small town, literally just the next exit north here of Gainesville. The cop pulls the car over, and a 10-year-old gets out from behind the wheel, and his 11-year-old sister gets out from the other side. After the vehicle was reported stolen out of Northport, a city in southwest Florida more than 200 miles away. Ah, I don't think they'll be getting their phones back for a while. I know that. I know that. Authorities then learned the siblings, they pulled them over, got them out. Authorities then learned the siblings were also reported missing in Northport and the vehicle belonging to their mother was stolen. It was learned that both children were, quote, upset with their mother because she took away their electronic devices, which is believed to have been done because they were not using them appropriately. <laughs> what were they doing? Sending, you know, like nudie pictures? At 10 years old? <laughs> All right. So... The children were not jailed after the incident with the uh, deputies explaining that since the mother did not want to pursue charges over the stolen vehicle, the only crime 
is a criminal traffic violation and a juvenile will not be accepted into the Department of Juvenile Justice for misdemeanor criminal traffic. Really? So your 12-year-old can go out there and cause a traffic wreck and not well never mind. I don't want to well, I don't want to give anybody you. any ideas out there. So kids, stop stealing mom's car. I remember when I was a kid, one time I got angry at my parents. Oh yeah. And I was going to run away. Uh-huh. I think I made it about three or four blocks. And I go, this is scary. I'm going back home again. And and there's no, my mother used to say, I'll, I'll pack you a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> back in those days, you know, you, that's right. You, you want to leave so bad? Go. Go. There's the door. That's right. Here's a sandwich. Enjoy. <laughs> I never, I never got as far as three or four blocks. I may have, I may have turned towards the door and then my, my, my spider sense kicked in and said, wait, there's, there's no food out there. There's no TV out there. <laughs> I'll just stay here. <laughs> now, what do these kids think they were going to do? Be able to buy, sell the car and buy new cell phones and then live in a one bedroom apartment somewhere. I, 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 I don't think they thought it through, honestly. I don't think they really gave it that much thought. So, yeah, well, I get it. I hope Mama, I hope Mama opened a can of whoop-ass on him. All right. You know, here we go again with another rabbit hole. But you're right. that The, the whole discipline thing sucks. It just sucks. And and it's, 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 it's the parents' fault. It's like a dog. The dog's not good or bad. It's how you train the dog. The kids aren't. They, it's how you train the kids. Not to not to compare your kids to animals, but I will. Your your kids have to be properly trained. Sorry. Well, there are some that have been animals. Yes. Yes. Your turn. Okay. According to a survey. Let's see. We are both at that retirement age. The top three goals of Americans over 50. Over 50? Oh, I, haven't, I haven't been 50 in a long time. I don't know about I you. I know, but what what? Top three goals over 50 in any year's match. Play more golf. Nope. Yeah. Weight loss. Yes, absolutely. Taking a big trip. Well, I did have that fantasy until this past two week. days ago. I don't know. I don't know if driving through Bucky's to get to Indiana counts as a big trip. Somehow I think it involves airplanes or ocean liners, but that's just me. Well, I said this last time. Yes. And I will say it again here on BJ and Bill, the podcast. If and when I ever go to Indiana again, I don't care if I get COVID or not, I will fly. The reason why I didn't fly, I didn't want to get sick. <laughs> I didn't fly and I got sick. Wow. I didn't hear that part of the story. I mean, the flying part, I get it. Sure. Who would want to drive for two days if you don't have to? But yeah, I get it. I get it. And this is something now I'm going to get to get to number three. Um, okay. I, I don't think I could do it on my own, but I have thought about this. And I wouldn't doubt knowing you, Bill Stevens, you thought about this. These are, according to a survey, the top three goals of America over 50 years of age. Losing weight. Writing is a book. Writing a book. I've thought about it a lot, but I don't think I have the patience for it. I don't think I have, you know, the, like, cause back in the news business, I mean, you know, let's go back to BJ and Bill on the radio. You know, I wrote the news every morning for years, but it was literally just a paragraph or two times five. For stories and then it was done it was in the trash it was like okay then when tomorrow do it all over again if you if 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 i have to sit and like plan it out multiple pages whatever i don't know that i can do that and it's interesting i was listening to a podcast with an author um this weekend and somebody asked him about his writing and editing process and he said he rewrote the entire it was a non-fiction book it was how, how to do something on the internet internet marketing or sales or whatever he rewrote the whole book start to finish nine times rewrote just started over again not over but i mean took what he had rewrote it nine i would be gray and 
alcoholic by the time <laughs> and I don't drink. So yeah, that's just not my style. So if there's an easier way to write a book, I'm open to it. But here's what I'm going to do. If I write a book, maybe I should try this. Okay, go ahead. Maybe I should do it today with my Barry White voice. Oh, yes. Uh, write an autobiography of right. my life. Right. And I won't write it. I'll just do a, um audio book. Sure. And then if somebody says, hey, w- where can I find this on, you know, hardback or paperback? Sure. <laughs> There's only an audio. I couldn't write it. Well, if you now, that's not as that's not as crazy as it sounds because you can speak it and then have it transcribed into text and then turn it into a book. That's not a problem. I mean, that's easy to do. Um, so yeah, maybe you want to just write out a little outline of what you, you know, the bullet points when I was a teenager, blah, blah, here's the important things to talk about when I was 20, here's the important things to talk about, whatever. And then just talk about it. And you could do that. Here's the other the other way I've heard to do it, and not it's not it's a real popular way, especially for people who write a blog, who write like they write five hundred or a thousand words every week. Here's what I'm doing. Here's how my life is going. Here's all of that. After a year, you've got fifty two of those. You put them all together. Guess what? You got a book. So I'm also thinking of that as a possibility. I I don't know. Uh, it sounds I've like just a had a lot of people and yeah. maybe they're just blowing smoke up my, you know what, <laughs> but well, I had a lot of people come to me, you know, cause they know my health issues sure. and all the trials and tribulations sure. of my health. I've went through, they go, you should write a book. I'm one of those people. And I said, well, you should talk to Bill Stevens and ask him about my grammar <laughs> and then tell me you want me to write a book. <laughs> but see with, with the modern writing tools, with the spelling check and auto correct, you could, it, don't tell me about your grammar. That's not, we can fix that. That's easy, easily fixed. But yes, you have so many good stories of your life and your health and your adventures and your whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a book there somewhere. I I think, I think there is, but it well, you know does Bart take Anderson. a little bit of work. What's that? You know Bart Anderson, right? Of course I know Bart Anderson. I was talking to his wife, Glenda, who I think worked with your ex-wife at one time. Yeah, they worked together at the news press. And we were talking about writing a book and me giving her the information because, you know, she wrote for the news press for a while. Yep. But, (laughs) excuse me, that never got off the ground. Right. And then I see that. I mean, it's a possibility. And, uh, yeah, shout out. Boy, more of our friends to Bart and his wife there. Yeah, I see. He and I are Facebook buddies. He's posting all the time funny stuff. So, um. Yes, that's also a possibility to find yourself what they call a ghost writer. They don't write about ghosts. They write, you know, you tell them that your story and they write it for you. I, I knew a lady in uh, Naples who did that was her job in Naples. She she didn't want to write anything on her own, but she made a good living of doing extensive interviews with people and then basically writing the book for them. So, yeah, Wow, maybe I should talk to her. Maybe, maybe. I don't know if she's still doing it or not, but she and I are Facebook. Everybody's a Facebook friend somewhere. So yeah, that's all possible. So Oh, my wife gets so mad. I have Facebook friends. I have no idea who in the hell they are. Oh, that. why is that weird? That's not weird. We all have Facebook friends that we don't know who they are. I mean, at least I think we do, don't we? Well, I've got them from my comedy days. Right. Got them from my radio days. Right. Got them from my high school days. That I don't have. <clears throat> yeah, I got so I get close to you know the limit. Right. I'm right under the limit of five thousand friends. Right. I would probably I probably probably if I was talking about friends that I could walk up and say hi to today. Right. If I saw them, that list probably goes down to about two hundred. That's still a big number. I mean, I get it. That's awesome. You you know our friend our friend Vicky up in Georgia. Her husband. Shout out to Vicky and Rick Rick Wagner. Her husband, Rick, is still friends, and and he went to a little itty-bitty school in Maine. He's still friends with people he knew in elementary school, and he still chats with them on a semi-regular basis. That blows my mind, because I I couldn't pick one of those people out of a lineup. It's like, maybe high school, maybe. And there's a couple of people, two or three, that I'm still in contact with from high school days. And a couple of people 
mostly were Facebook friends on, on Facebook, you know, from college, from Ohio university. Uh, Cause they have a cool Facebook page that I contribute to. So, but again, wow. I mean, some of these folks that have things going back 50, 60 years, unbelievable, unbelievable. That's me, baby. You? Yeah. I have some friends. There was a small little country school mm. where first and second, third and fourth, fifth and sixth, you were on, you know, I mean, you had three room. It's always a three room school. I think there was a kitchen and you'd go get your lunch and you'd bring it back to your room and you'd eat it on your desk. Wow. And how many kids in a class? <sighs> Probably about 25, 30. Oh, okay. Maybe not even that. I don't know. I was a small child. I expect me to remember that far back. But 25 kids. But again, like you said, that was that was two, two grades. grades. Two grades. Right. So maybe a dozen kids in first grade, a dozen kids in second grade, or however you they broke it up. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Wow. And there are still children, not children now, but there are students from Cass Center. Out in Madaryville, Indiana, where my daddy's farm was. Right. And I still communicate. That blows and my mind. I will tell you, there's a good handful of them. That blows my mind. But wow. let me tell you something else. Yes. And I hope they're not listening, but they seem to be mighty good fans of BJ Odom. <laughs> and it's not you. I know if you're listening to this podcast, it is not you. Okay. But there is a few of those children that I remember the names and kind of remember, you know, cause we're talking country, you know, farmers, sure. you know, sure. close niche community. Sure. I know the names, but I don't remember them. You know, really? I remember, okay. I remember them, but I don't remember them. Sure. Some of those people communicate with me Oh. and I act like, Oh yeah. As long as yesterday, I know everything. And everything. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they'll tell me something. I go, oh, damn, that's right. I do remember that. And I, yeah, I've I had that, say, a but there's of times. some of them I really don't know, but I, but I know Does but that you, make tell, sense? you say you do. I've had that a couple of times where a friend has mentioned and, Oh, you remember so-and-so and I'll go, Oh, the name's familiar. But again, I couldn't, I couldn't identify them, you know, in a, in a picture or anything like that. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. So yeah, I get it. But some people are better than that with than others. And apparently you're doing it. Our, my my friend, you know, Rick, uh, Vicky's husband, he's he's on it. I mean, he's up with these people and he knows what they're doing and their kids and their grandkids and their dogs and their cats. And he knows. And I'm like, wow, that's impressive. So good for you. The only thing I, I you know, like when you say, you know, you, would you know, maybe you ran into him in the street. I remember these people from being first and second graders because Cass Center by some drunk redneck guy got burnt down when I was in the second grade. And they had to get portables and move us into the Madaryville High School. And we, you know, went to school outside there. Right. But I mean, you know, dice, keep in contact with them. And every once in a while, there's a one guy in Madaryville, which is a very small town again. He was, you know, like right around the block from us. And a block in the country is like, you know, five miles, six miles. Right. But he actually, there's this website about the community, past, present, and future. And he is always posting pictures of like churches and all from back in the day. And I remember them so well, you know, but cool. most of them are gone. You know, they're not yeah. even in existence today. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he does that too. He posts a lot of like school pictures from back in the day of cast center. So I've seen myself as a, we went a few times through his pictures. Very cool. Very cool. About the farthest I've gone back with stuff that other people have posted was at college at Ohio university. Some people have posted some pictures from the, the, cam the campus radio stations there. And I'm like, Oh yeah, there I am. So whatever. So yeah, I remember now, that. Now I think I've said this before too. I went to Madaryville, which was Madaryville and Francisville consolidated became West central. Mm -hmm. And I went there until I was through my sophomore years, junior and senior years. We moved to another County, the next County over in a little bit bigger community, maybe 20,000 people. Uh, moved over to a little bit bigger community. And right. so it's funny. I have friends from high school, from both high schools. Right. Some I remember, oh yeah, you were from West Central. Oh, you were from Rensselaer Central High School. But there are some that reach out on Facebook and will make, make comments or something. I'm going, damn, did I know them from Madaryville? Or did I know them from Rensselaer? I can't remember. 
Well, I think it'd be okay to ask. There's no harm in asking. I don't know. I'm dumb enough. I don't want to look dumber. <laughs> okay, fine. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to let BJ Odom go and do some much needed recovery for now. Yeah, hopefully next week's show will be great. Of course, my 15 minutes is up, but still, only still, one line, so I am negative. not pregnant. Still negative, you're not pregnant. Okay, good to know. All right, well, you keep recovering there and, and tell Miss Susan that we're thinking about her and praying for her speedy recovery as well. Much appreciated, Until that time, sir. ladies and gentlemen, you all stay safe out there in whatever that means for you. Please join us again next week right here with BJ and Bill, the podcast. And until then, just up to BJ Odom to say, see ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.